today on The Central Moment. Psalm 100 is a favorite of many. It describes gates of thanksgiving and courts of praise, all of them leading us to the presence of God. And it's there in His presence that we find His ultimately durable and unfailing faithfulness. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on The Central Moment. We come today to one of... um, one of my favorite psalms, for many of us, it's one of our favorite psalms. I think we all know Psalm 23, that's a favorite. Um, I, I love Psalm 103, which we'll get to soon, but today it's Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Now, we've been seeing this in this cluster of psalms, Psalm 95, all the way through 100. These calls to shout, to sing, to extol the Lord. Here is a call to worship. Shout to, for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs. Sometimes in our, often in our worship services here at the church I pastor at Central, uh, our, our first song will be like a call to worship song or, or else our worship leader will get up and just call us to worship. It, it, will, it will call us to shout for joy, call us to sing with all of our hearts. And this is where Psalm 100 begins. And it's verses one and two are kind of a, a, a quick version of chiastic, poetic uh, Hebrew poetry. You've got uh, shouting for joy in verse one. And then in the second phrase, worship the Lord with gladness. And then the third phrase, come before him with joyful song. So you have joy, gladness, joy, A-B-A. And, and this is very typical poetry and it's powerful and it's meant to call our hearts to the Lord, to that place of rejoicing in him. Uh, you don't always feel it. Some people come to church on a Sunday morning, as one friend of mine said, uh, you, you know, s- some of us come feeling pretty violated. We're pretty beat up from the week. And we need to call ourselves to worship. Uh, some of us come kind of neutral. You know, eh, depending on how inspiring the service is, you could sway me one way or the other. We're just sort of neutralized. If we're not vandalized, we're... We're neutralized. And some of us come energized, and I love that. I think that's part of preparing our hearts to come to worship, uh, to, to taking time to prepare our hearts so that when we do come, it's not till halfway through the service till we're starting to connect with things. But we come energized right from the beginning. But whether you go to a service vandalized, neutralized, or energized, uh, hear the call to worship. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs. Know that he is the Lord our God. And uh, it is he who has made us, and we are his. And we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So his identity and our identity somehow merge when we worship him and when we have a relationship with him. Uh, Know that the Lord is God. Uh, You're worshiping the creator. He's the one who made us. But not only that, we are his, and we are his people, and we are the sheep of his pasture. His identity and our identity merge in in what we do when we come to proclaim with joy that the Lord is great. And what is happening in this process of acknowledging who he is and who we are in him, that we are coming to his presence. 
So he uses the imagery next of the temple. You, you, you'd enter the gates, you'd cross the court where you're going, you're going to the holy place and then where the priest could go once a year to the Holy of Holies. You are coming to the presence of God. And the barrier to the Holy of Holies was torn apart on the day Jesus died. He opened up God's presence. And so here's how we come into God's presence. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. So with thanksgiving, we, we first of all enter the gates as we come towards his presence. And that's a great way. Even if you don't feel like worshiping the Lord, start by thanking him for something. Start by just thinking about how good he's been, what he's done for you. And, and then we enter his courts with praise. We begin to acknowledge who he is. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. We honor you. We extol you. We adore you for who you are. And give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. And when you come to his presence, you're going to realize you're going to encounter something that's durable and unchanging. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever, and his faithfulness continues through all generations. So his love is durable, and his faithfulness is unfailing. These are the things that we find in the presence of God. So, Father, I pray that you'll help us learn to come to your presence, even every day, not just a church service, but even every day to come to your presence, knowing who you are, knowing who we are in you. Help us to always be entering those gates of thanksgiving, crossing those courts of praise. And if there's sin in our lives, we confess and repent of it. We acknowledge that you paid the penalty for that at the cross, and we receive it, and we thank you that there is no reason because of what you've done that we can't enter your presence And we take up that in Christ, in Jesus' name, to worship you and to be your people and to live in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.